you know, the answer is to just love that part of yourself more. Like, don't shut her out. Just love her even more. Nurture her even more. And so I'm just realizing the importance for me to nurture the part of me and love the part of me that wants something else and not to have it mean anything about where I am. And there's no wasted time. There's no regret in my life, at least. You're listening to the Everyday is a Breakthrough podcast. I'm your host, Jaden Hummel. I'm here to invite you into living your most alive and aligned life possible. On this podcast, I'll be holding the mirror for your deepest truths and desires and giving you the permission and the power to not only follow your dreams, but to walk with firm trust in all of who you are in everything that you do. So if you're somebody who's here to live out your life's purpose and you're the kind of person who gets after it no matter what, this show is for you and I hope that you get the absolute most out of listening. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. Um, I am coming to you from Eugene, Oregon. Um, I just got to my friend's house I'm staying with in Eugene and I'm outside in this cute ass little yard with roses and bones and (laughs) it just feels so good to be here and I'm not using a microphone you might hear cars you might hear birds but I wanted to share this with you because I got to Eugene and actually when I was flying here I started like pouring in with just so many thoughts like from the last time I was here and what's been going on in my life and it just felt really 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 good to reflect on and I want to share it with you in this podcast and I also have a really hard boundary in my life with myself around or a firm boundary in my life around not sharing stuff that I'm in right so like I like to wait until I have been on the other side of something to share about it. So anything that you'll hear me sharing about or teaching about are usually lessons that are very much integrated or like I might share about something that I'm in the moment with, but the lesson or what I'm using, the tool I'm using is something that, you know, is integrated. And usually when I look back, I'm like, at least it's something that's two years old, but I wanted to share this, just whatever is coming through with you today just because it feels so fresh and when I was on the plane here I was listening to a podcast and I was just seeing a lot of myself and the person who I was listening to their podcast and I was thinking about everything I was thinking about the work that I do and what I've learned and why and what it all means and I really just think that the greatest experience and gift in the world is being able to see ourselves in the experience of other people or having other people show us more of what we want. Like what a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful gift. And that's a huge reason that I turn toward mentorship for myself and offer mentorship because what we can unlock and open up in ourselves through being in the right spaces and listening to the right stories and being drawn to people and then going, you know what, I'm going to learn from you is has just been the most massive gift in my life. Um, And so I figured like, why not share what I'm going through or what I'm thinking about? And, you know, 
I'm sure <laughs> if you're listening to this, maybe there's parts of this story that you might resonate with or might show you or, you know, let you see things in yourself. So I just wrote this out in sort of an email form and I'm going to kind of read it to you, kind of riff off. I'm not going to read it word for word, but I'm, I'm just going to share what I wrote. Um, and then I'm going to go watch my friend Taylor defend her thesis on the relationship that bees have with humans. I think that's what it's on. So I'm really excited. I feel really good in Oregon. Okay. So when I first came to Eugene, oh my God, okay, I'm definitely not going to read this. I'm just going to talk. When I first came to Eugene, Oregon, okay, I was on a road trip with my friend. And at this point, we had connected with two of our other friends. So I was on a big road trip. I had driven from Vermont to Alaska, down to Oregon. And so this was after I went to Alaska. I was on a three-month road trip and I came to Eugene. And when I got here, we were staying with my friend's older siblings. And I remember being at their house. We were Kent camping in their backyard. And I was thinking, I want to move to Eugene, Oregon. I don't know if I was thinking that, but I was like, I could live here forever. I could raise a family here. I could have chickens here. Like this, this could work for me really well. I was living in Burlington, Vermont at the time. So it's sort of similar, but like on the West coast. And I had this thought that I could live here forever. And the people who we were staying with, they were raising a family and they had chickens and they had babies. And the mom had the ceiling high cabinet it was like this antique or maybe handmade cabinet that was open and it had all these jars of spices and herbs and things and stuff and if you know me personally like you'll know that if you go into my house there's an open cabinet somewhere with mason jars full of stuff like that and it's just for whatever reason that connection to the nature and that slower living just opens up so much inside of me so the mom had this cabinet and in their bathroom next to the toilet they had a bucket that was for the reusable toilet paper which was just cloth cut up and I've always since that day like I'm like as soon as I live alone or as soon as I'm with someone who's down like I'm gonna have reusable toilet paper I just like saw so much of what I wanted there and their kids like went to the bathroom outside and just ran around naked and it was just like so beautiful and I would like we would sleep in the tent in their backyard and when they went to work they would come and wake me up and be like you can sleep in the bed if you want like just so nice and I loved it and I ended up doing a lot of different stuff after I left Eugene I lived a lot of life after that moment I went back to Vermont I finished up my last year of college I immediately went home to Pittsburgh I convinced someone I knew <laughs> to invest a lot of money in me and I flipped a house with like a hundred dollars to my bank account. Um, I flipped a house and then I taught snowboarding all over the country. I taught in Vermont. I taught in Tahoe. I taught in Mount Hood in Oregon. I never came back here, but I went to Hood. I got my real estate license in Tahoe. And I actually, if I had stuck through with what I was doing in Tahoe, I would have made multi-millions of dollars in probably just a few months, but decided to bail on that whole life because I was 23 years old and still just wanted to be barefoot and jump in the lake. And I didn't want to do, I didn't want to do any of that. So I left <laughs> and I went back to Pittsburgh and I did more construction. And then I bought a house in Vermont and I bought that house with someone who like was someone far in my past. who I thought might be like someone who I would potentially like have a family with one day. 
I can't even say that out of my mouth right now. It's like, you know, and you look back and you're like, no, that was not it. But at the time I, I thought that and we bought a house together. It was actually basically I bought the house, but we were together. So we bought the house together. <laughs> it was my house. Um, I don't know why I just felt the need to tell you that, but it's sort of part of the story. I bought the house. I made the decision. I brought them with me. And then about two weeks of moving into the house, I just had this guttural knowing that the relationship was not that. And even though it was so crazy and we had just moved into this house in the woods, I ended it. And there was like nothing in the world that would get in the way of me making that decision. And the family that we were staying with in Eugene, when I was staying in Eugene, they've also separated since. And it's really not about the outcome And it's not about any of that, but it's just about our ability to let ourselves see what we want in other people. And I saw something in Eugene and I was like, I want that. And I tried it in Vermont and it wasn't it. It didn't work. I was after I ended up living in that house for so long. It was just so much for me. I was so alone. I was so cold. I was so broke. I was so not on my right path in life, but I knew there was something that I wanted. And one of the strongest responses we have as a human is to prove ourselves right, to show ourselves that we're making the right decision with our careers and our friends. And like, I bought the house because that's the right call. And we get so hung up and so gung-ho on proving ourselves right that we stay in situations really long. So thankfully, that part of me is, um, I don't think as strong <laughs> as it could be. And I got out of that relationship and I really quickly realized that I wanted to get out of that house. And I think it's, you know, in the same breath, one of our greatest fears is to look back on life and realize that we like regretted something or that we wasted time. And so I sold my house in Vermont and I moved to San Diego and I moved to Los Angeles because something like urgently wasn't working in my life in Vermont and I wanted to switch up and it felt so good in San Diego to be like near the beach and to be warm and to skate. And before I moved to San Diego, my friend and I, my friend who I'm staying with here now in Eugene, we drove across the country. We like did this whole trip. It was like looking back on it, kind of like a very pivotal moment in my life. I started sharing stuff on Instagram. I would write stories in my captions. I would post them like that whole part of me like started to be birthed and going to San Diego was like the exact polar opposite of Vermont that I, I needed in my life. And then I ended up moving to Los Angeles, mostly because my partner um, was there. And I was like, you know what? I never in a million years would live in LA. I might as well do it while I'm young. So I moved to LA and, you know, there's so many parts that I love about it. Like I have the most incredible doctor in the world. There's incredible restaurants. Like the people in LA are just so cool. Like there's so much going on. Um, so I'm glad (laughs) I'm grateful for it. Um, but there's a part of me that, you know, the, the life that I've had in Vermont, the life that I've saw in Oregon was like, that is the thing that is an undeniable energy that sparks in my soul. And I wanted to share this part with you because I look back on the last couple of years of LA and I've, I've traveled less than I've traveled in almost my whole adult life. And I have more money than I've ever had in my whole adult life. Um, and I also have more time. So I was like, 
why have I not traveled? What is going on? And then I'm like, okay, I have traveled, but I've only gone to places I know I don't want to be or like really ridiculous places like far out on an island that I would never live. So I realized that in this part of me with like this deep fear of regretting and this burning desire to prove myself right. And this isn't me. This is a human response. It's how we operate. As I was afraid I think I've been subconsciously afraid to leave LA over these past two years because I didn't want to be somewhere else and to realize that I didn't want to come back and to realize that I made the wrong choice. And sitting with that now, and like I've I've been thinking that, but it just landed in a big way of I'm starting to really honor the part of me that wants something more. And, you know, one of my clients sent me this message, she was going through something and I'm like, you know, the answer is to just love that part of yourself more. Like, don't shut her out. Just love her even more, nurture her even more. And so I'm just realizing the importance for me to nurture the part of me and love the part of me that wants something else and not to have it mean anything about where I am. And there's no wasted time. There's no regret in my life, at least but to just start to pour into that part of me and know that, you know, when I was living in Vermont, it was the polar opposite of what I'm living now, which is a human going in this black and white trauma response thinking. And the answer is so much in the gray. And I think I've been afraid to explore what that gray area is. Maybe because I I'm worried I might regret something. Maybe I'm worried it will be so good (laughs) that I won't even be able to handle it. Or any other response that like prevents us from doing the things that are the most epic and aligned for us. So I just wanted to share that little story. And, you know, there's so much beauty and self-reflection and and asking ourselves, like, what do I want? How can I be curious? And no matter how much work you do in life, you'll still obviously of course find yourself in this other place of like oh there's more there's more for me to look into so this is a spot that I'm really leaning into right now is what is my gray area am I willing to let myself like explore that and the answer is I am and I wanted to share that with you guys today All right. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you love this episode, please share on Instagram and tag me. I can guarantee it will make my day to hear from you. If you want to stay in the loop for future episodes, make sure to subscribe. And as always, if this episode made you think of someone you love, or you know someone who would benefit from listening, please send it their way. You never know how you can impact someone's life. Until next time.